Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag. Um, I'm Yo Lagaza. I'm here with my brother, John Webb, today. And we also have a guest on the show. He's been with us before and we'd like to welcome from Lakers Nation, Matthew Peralta. Um, hey, man, uh, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Excited to talk some Lakers basketball. Got a game three win, so I'm ready to talk about more Lakers. Woo! That's right, man. That's right. Up to one. We're going to talk about that today, man. We have we have a few things to talk about. Uh, game three, what we thought about that game. Um, you know, a few takeaways here and there. Um, then uh, really from for the remainder of the show after that in the second ep- second second uh, segment and, and the third, we're going to respond to some of the, the comments and the narratives being made out there by people over there and at Sun's Twitter. And I think also like national media now. Um, we'll talk about, uh, CP3's injury, um, some excuses about that, uh, LeBron's attempts at the rim. Uh, but yeah, man, more to come on that, those topics, but let's go ahead and talk about, uh, game three Lakers came up on top one Oh nine 96, 80 posted, um, 34 and 11 with one block, one steal. LeBron had 21, six and nine Schroeder had a quiet, 23 and four and then everyone else pretty much filled in and 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 helped you know win win the game for us both on on both ends of the floor but uh let me let me put it out there to you guys matthew and and john webb what do you guys think of the game uh i i thought this was a basically a the the same recipe the lakers have been following all season really and Mm -hmm. even dating back to last season this this was a defensive stand for the lakers this is the second time this series that they've held the suns to under 100 points uh, the Suns, I believe, were the number two offensive rated team during the regular season. So for the Lakers to do that again uh, was really great to see. I know I know Chris Paul's hobbled, and I know we're going to talk about that later. Uh, that's really affecting the Suns' ability to score in the half court, I, I think. So um, that, that that's a factor that we have to consider here. But overall, this, is, this was a game for AD and LeBron to dominate the paint. This is what we've been waiting to see. And then obviously the defense has been holding up well, and that was just that's just going to be the recipe for success the rest of the series. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a game of runs and adjustments, and Monty Williams and uh, Frank Vogel can play it with the best of them. Uh, For me, the good is we won. Uh, The good is we're able to rely on our two superstars, the king and the brow, to deliver in the fourth quarter. Uh, The good is, like Matt said, we can still play defense. We're still first in defensive rating in the NBA. Uh, I think we have a somewhat reliable closing lineup. Uh, who can neutralize the the Suns' key players in those moments. But, yeah, good win. Good win for us. 
Yeah, man. I mean, look, we, we had 20 turnovers. We shot 25% from three. Um, but somehow, like somehow, just because we have a LeBron and AD-led team, we mm-hmm. won. And we won by double digits. Um, and, uh, you know, kudos to the defense. We uh, It was a little bit shaky here and there. But for the most part, it w- it kept intact. And we were, we were very good. Uh, one of the things that I thought... Uh, we did the adjusted well for this game three in particular was how we 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 switched up uh, on coverage in the pick and roll. Um, you know, we weren't double teaming as much on on Booker, and we were in we were making sure that we weren't live weren't leaving anyone uh, open for for an open shot, and that's why you saw on, on the Sun side. Um, how they were missing threes and how we affected their their three point shooting, um, but yeah, man, Lakers defense it was champ- championship caliber and and uh, you know very very suffocating and especially in the third quarter there was just a, just a lot of swarming um, there was a, a lot of defense being played uh, third and, and fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I thought the Lakers threw the kitchen sink at Devin Booker. Again, I think they're able mm-hmm. to do this because Chris Paul is so limited right now. But yeah, uh, like like you said, we were doubling te- we were doubling hard in game one. But I think the Lakers have adjusted really well. They're they're throwing either hard doubles, soft doubles. Uh, they're switching up right. their pick and roll coverages. They're basically not giving Booker a lot of Booker a lot of room to to get into the mid range area, which is where he likes to score most of the time. Absolutely. Uh, they're forcing him to to pass the ball and make yes. someone else make a play. Um, and I think what you saw in game three in particular was the Lakers. Uh, so fast and so agile on defense being able to rotate behind that initial soft or hard double and then forcing the Sun shooters to pass the ball and you know the Lakers kept the rotations up we saw the Suns commit a couple 24 second shot clock violations yeah. that's that's a credit to the Lakers right so I think you know they've got they've got a recipe for success here it's going to be interesting to see what Phoenix does differently in game four um, but I think the Lakers have, have a good have a good thing on their hands right now um as far as the bad, um, you, you mentioned it already, 20 turnovers. That's normally not going to get the job done. No. Uh, but, you know, the Lakers did force 18 themselves and scored eight, 24 points off of those turnovers. So I think that kind of right. helped even the scales a little bit. Also, too, I know the three-point shooting. I know I know fans have been going crazy online. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, if you guys are like me, right, every time you saw a wide-open look, you just have to think, oh, man, this, got, this has got to be the one. Uh, and, you know, Lakers can't convert on those for whatever reason. They were 7 of 28 last night. Um, but, Jeez. you know, they did they did knock down the threes when they mattered. I thought Wes yep. Matthews had a really good stretch in the fourth exactly. quarter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Lakers were not a good three-point shooting team last playoffs either, but they still managed to get a title. Um, I think you're going to see more of the same this season, but you do hope that those looks start to go down at some point. Yeah, I mean, 27.5% this series – I mean, KCP, who was 41% during the regular season, you know, one for 13. Um, Alex Caruso, uh, around that that uh, that percentage, too, like 40%. Um, I think he's only made two this series. Um, and then Kuzma you know, oh. has only made two. Um, Wes Matthews only made two threes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's abysmal, right? But, you know, maybe these wing players need to take a page from AD's book and channel that um, I'm not boarding the bus until I get this right energy, right? Yeah, um, right. Yeah, they they need to make those open shots more consistently if a if a back to back is part of the Lakers' future. Hey, man, let's just hope that uh, the law of averages catches up here and and, and helps us out, basketball gods. Uh, we're praying for you to help us out. Come on, come on, come on. 
Um, but uh, man, uh, l- l- let's see. Let's see what happens in game four. I know that uh, Phoenix will come out with uh, a counter adjustment on their own and uh, try and take us down here. But uh, hoping that LeBron, uh, AD, the coaching staff have a few a few other few, you know tricks up their sleeves so um can't wait to see it it's on sunday uh afternoon game so that's always a hard one for for the lakers man um so uh, let's see what happens there but let's go ahead and take a quick break here and when we do come back we'll talk about uh first we'll talk about uh, cp3 and and uh the comments being made uh, in sun twitter and national media so uh stay tuned guys and we'll talk to you guys soon hey guys this is mckay with the hashtag laker podcast i wanted to talk to you about jersey bird your number one custom jersey shop they've got high quality low priced jerseys for you your family and friends the folks at jersey bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with Matthew Peralta and John Weblegazzo. Uh, so, like we said, in the next two segments here, we're going to be responding to a couple of these uh, narratives uh, being pushed around um, online, national media even. Um, but we're, the first one we're going to dive into today is um, this narrative being pushed out that, uh, and, and it's mostly by Suns fan, I think it, it came out of there, that if 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 CP3, if Chris Paul was healthy, then the Suns would be leading the series. Bro, what, what do you guys think about this this remark, like this comment? How do you, how do you guys respond? Um, I mean, I get it. The, the Suns did win game one after Chris Paul was healthy for most of it, right? Um, but we can play what ifs all day. We can say just as easily as Lakers Twitter, uh, if LeBron and AD were 100% healthy, then the Lakers would be leading, and they are. Um, so I don't know, man. Like <laughs> this, this just sounds to me like a lot of a fan base that's getting antsy and and needs an excuse or something to blame here and there. So if if it's got to be Chris Paul's health, then it's got to be Chris Paul's health. But um, it is what it is. It's playoff basketball. You know, no one's 100% healthy, obviously. So you guys, just, you just got to come out and, and do your best to pull out a game. And so far, it's been the Lakers that have been able to do that. So. Uh, what I got to say to Suns fans is really is just come come better prepared for game four, really. Yeah, and it it's what you said. No team right now in the playoffs is 100% healthy, the Lakers included. Uh, honestly, this wouldn't even be a discussion if AD and LeBron were healthy all year and throughout the playoffs. A fully healthy Lakers team is already the 2021 champions, in my mind. But that's not to say, right, that a healthy CP3 isn't challenging Dude is the point god, right? Anytime you play a playoff series with Chris Paul, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be gritty and challenging. 
because it's a mind game and he's one of the best at it. Yeah, man. Look, like I, for me, like I, I want to give proper respect to CP3, right? And and I hope for the best for his shoulders. Um, you know, whatever's going on with his body, I hope that it recovers, gets back to 100% or close to it uh, as much as possible. But dude, that's that's a thousand percent cap that narrative, dude. <laughs> a thousand percent, dude. That that thought, like, like, like John Webb, like you said, like he's the point god, right? Respect. But the thought that the CP3 is, is is somewhat a, a difference maker against this LeBron and AD led team is BS. Like, look, games have been a little bit sloppy, right, for the Lakers. The turnovers, the missed open uh, shots, like we've talked about, um, and it started from the get go, game one, where we saw also AD and LeBron playing through the motions. You know, look, I'll give you that, right? But but, but that's the thing is like we've been sloppy. Like we've been winning these games and we, the Lakers have been sloppy and, and we're still winning them. We've been playing solid defense. Um, and I felt like, like, this is just my opinion. I felt like the Suns, even without CP3 out there, they're, they're, they're trying their best. They're out there hustling and trying their best to keep up with the Lakers. And, you know, I think they've, they've really just reached their limit. Um, and sure. I think a healthy CP3 would give a boost, um, but I don't think it's it's um, that much of a boost that it could take down this LeBron and AD led team with role players like Dennis the Menace, Drum Dog Millionaire, right? The Bald yep. Eagle Goat, yep. Kuzmania, the Spaniard, and so many others, right? Um, I get, I don't know, I, I I just I just feel like there's no real answer. For, for LeBron and AD in this, on the Suns roster, right? Um, I respect CP3 and the type of player he is. Look, Kobe wanted him, right? Um, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. get I get that the Suns uh, team was lifted because of him, and that's why we're, they are where we, they are now, second seed, right? But I, I don't know. I just feel like that narrative is kind of, I don't know. You said it, cap. Cap. It's cap, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, man. Like, uh, we got this question a lot on our last post game show that I did for LakersNation.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some fans asking, "Yo, is is this series done now? If Chris Paul's not healthy?" And honestly, I said, I, I think Chris Paul's health. If if I got a healthy Chris Paul in this series, it's really the difference between if this game is if this series is done in five games or six games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm being I'm just being honest. Like before before this series started, I assumed you know everyone in the Suns would be healthy, right? I said Lakers in six because it's like you outlined uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, there's just really no good answer that the Suns have for those two. They're they're a small team outside of DeAndre Aiden, who by the way is having an amazing series himself. But yeah, man. you know it's it's one or the other kind of thing. I feel like for Phoenix, it's like oh if we've got if we're gonna cover LeBron, we've got to deal with AD or vice versa. Um, and it really just comes down to that. And I know the Lake that that seems like such a redundant argument when you when you talk about the Lakers. And I, and I think that's why the national media might dismiss them so often is because the the recipe for them is so simple. It's just mm-hmm. LeBron, AD, good role players, excellent defense. Um, <laughs> it's it's not exciting. It's not very sexy to talk about. Um, you know, we got the young son, the jazz playing really well on both ends, the Clippers with their two wing, you know, like talking about like you right. throw in any other team, you make an argument for them. They sound so much more fun. It's just like, oh, well, the Lakers got LeBron and AD. But the thing is, is that <laughs> LeBron and AD are two top five players. They've got excellent defense behind them. Like I, and we've seen, we've seen them win the title with this exact formula before. So, you know, 
I, I know the Suns fans are in their feelings a little bit right now. And trust me, I, I hate to see it when a team loses one of their best players to injury or they're limited to it because it, it kind of saps the fun out of a series like this one. Because I, I right. think this has been the most fun first round series for right. sure. Um, you know, no disrespect to Luca to what he's doing to the Clippers, but um, <laughs> and that, by the way, that's just a separate <laughs> conversation. That's just disrespectful. Yeah, that's not, that's not even that's not even fun at that point. It's just disrespectful. You're right. But um, if if CP3 was healthy, I think the series is really exciting. I think it's competitive. I think it's more indicative of like what we saw in Game One. But I ultimately mm-hmm. think the series would be in six in favor of the Lakers, regardless of its health. But you know, again, as as a Lakers fan, I'm saying I wish he was healthy because I I want the best basketball. I, I want exactly. the Lakers to go through some hard games because I think that's how you're going to build up that team to get through the rest of the playoffs. Um, but Hey, if, 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 you know, the Lakers can take advantage and wrap this series up in five, which is what I think it's looking like right now, then I'll, I'll take that too. Yeah. The, the Suns were going to be our refiners fire, right? I mean, and what, what better team than the Suns? Um, you guys might smoke me for this, but the Lakers players, um, you know, clowning and celebrating mid game, what they bullish Suns team poised to make a run, uh, Reminded me a little of that post-game celebration. Um, I don't know if you remember it. Uh, it was a while back, but it was like Nick Young, uh, Jordan Hill, oh, uh, yeah. with, with Jeremy Lin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I remember uh, Kobe was, uh, responding to that in his reaction to a show with Jimmy Kimmel. Um, that's the same reaction I feel like he would have had uh, if he were to have watched those shenanigans mid-game. Um, mm. I get it, though. You know, part part of that is having the fans back after so long, a little bit of showmanship. I get it. Some fun, man. Yeah, fun, I get man. it. I get it. I get it. I'm a Laker fan, right? But we're right. the Lakers, right? We don't celebrate Game 3 wins in the first round of the Western Conference. That's true. It's a long, daunting road, and I think players understand that. And the Suns campaign, you know, bringing it close into fourth quarter should keep us woke. Right. We shouldn't celebrate game three wins. It's it's gonna be the, the Kobe Mamba mentality for me. Like let's get it done. Yeah. No, but I think you have to remember too, this is this is everyone's first that was everyone's first uh playoff game in Staples Center. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, man. <laughs> and and it, and it was the first time Lakers fans have been able to go to a a Lakers home playoff game in, in eight years. So right. I, I think I think the juice was just there. I don't, I, you know, I, I, to your point, I totally get it. I don't think they were celebrating the game three win. I think they were just happy to clown Jay Crowder, because uh, man, <laughs> I mean, we, I was too. <laughs> yeah, we, we we gave that guy so much on our post game show, man. It, that that man has no love lost between between the him and Lakers Twitter for sure. So, um, you know, I, I totally get it. But I, I thought it was fun personally because shoot, we haven't really seen the bench like that all year. Um, right. So. That's true. I, I think it was good to actually just see it, um, you know, because I think the Lakers are at their best when they're in front of a Lakers home crowd like that and they're having fun. Uh, that that to me always stuck out last season, um, every home game when they when they'd go on this massive run or someone would have this like amazing highlight play. Um, it was really good to see that last night, and I honestly think that if they have that kind of energy again in Game Four, it's a wrap. Yeah, man, I, f- I feel like you see the chemistry building, you see the chemistry out there, and and you're right, man. I. I Last year, there was a lot of fun on the benches. Uh, we didn't get to see that a lot this season just because of the COVID restrictions. But now, since the, uh, everything's going getting better and, and we saw that la- the, the other night, um, yeah, man, uh, 
I guess we'll see. We'll see what the 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 response is. I just don't want to have karma, right? Uh, we'll see what the, right. the the Phoenix response is. Yeah. Um. And maybe maybe we'll still come out with the win here. But um. All right. Let, let's go ahead and take our last break here. I thought that was a good discussion. But when we come back, I do want to talk about uh, another narrative being pushed out there, and it comes uh, in a form of an argument. I'm just really just hating on LeBron James. So so guys, stay tuned here and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree, there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with John Webb and Matthew Peralta. Um, so we're going to go move forward with a little uh, second uh, narrative being pushed out by some Suns Twitter people. Um, and uh, basically the, the, the narrative or the argument is that LeBron's attempts at the rim this, this playoff so far, which is 29% of his, his uh, attempts, his shots, um, it's it's problematic that they're saying it's problematic because you, if you compare that to previous years, um, going back to 2016, right? I can you know 2016, he he shot 51 percent um, uh, of his attempts at, at the rim. It's 2017, 46. 2018, 42. And then 2020, 47. Um, and you know they're saying this is a major red flag for the Lakers moving forward as a true contender. Um, and, you know, they're also saying just because when their roster just doesn't have the complementary pieces who can pick up the slack. So, um, you know, we kind of talked about this uh, before we, we, we press the record button here. Like, in my opinion, first, too small of a sample size. Secondly, I think... For, in my opinion, I think this is mostly due because of, of, of Phoenix's defense, uh, the way they, they 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 drop coverage, right? Which which forces no spacing for the Lakers' offense. They, they like to do drop coverage. They like to, to pack the paint. Uh, something that you know us, the Lakers fans, are, are are very aware of because that's what we did last season, and to some extent this season, but not really. Uh, but what happens is is then is um, we have. Uh, floor spacers in AD and Gasol, right? Uh, but uh, because of the drop coverage that the, the paint is still pretty much clogged. Uh, and and so, sometimes 
having centers that can space the floor doesn't always translate to spacing or, or unpacked or unclogged paint. Um, if you really, if you have a really good defense that, 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 that's doing really good drop coverage. Right. And this really creates uh, my opinion because of the, like this whole scenario creates less chances for LeBron James to drive to the basket without having to go through two, three, four defenders as he's driving to the rim. I mean, so like, what do you guys think? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think health is also a factor in this? Uh, I, I think you basically outlined every reason that I would have brought up. Um, I, I think first and foremost, the soft, the small sample definitely applies. It's only been three games. Uh, but I think we were talking offline. You said before game three, this was at 17% and it jumped to 29%. Um, and I think that's pretty indicative of the second half that LeBron had in game three, where he was constantly getting into the middle of the paint and scoring at the rim. Um, and, I, and I think that was LeBron. He, he had a quote after the game that said that he needed to make some halftime adjustments. And I think that was really code for I'm going to just get to the rim no matter what they're trying to do. Yeah. So it, it could be just him, you know, a mentality thing. But I also do think it's the ankle, really. Um, you know, I, obviously, he's not 100 percent. We've already talked mm-hmm. about that. But even at 80, 85 percent, you'd still expect LeBron to be taking more of those hard drives to the rim and, and forcing the issue a little bit. So I think what you saw in game three was him his, him trusting his ankle more. I, right. I think basically, he's fine. I think it's just at this point a matter of, OK, um, how much burst do I have? Do I do I trust my ankle to explode off this drive? And I think you saw more of it last night. Um, so I, I think that's part of it as well. And then. The last point I wanted to bring up was obviously the way that Phoenix is playing defense. Like you mentioned, they they know that the Lakers are trying to get to the rim every possession if they could. So they're, they're overselling and packing the paint as much as possible and then just right. running out to three-point shooters. Right. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think if LeBron – LeBron's um, – it's 29% right now. I feel like if the Lakers can hit a couple more open threes – um, that, that'll help open up some driving lanes that'll get LeBron going to the rim more because Phoenix is going to keep yeah Phoenix is going to keep sitting in the paint until someone can prove that they can hit an open shot consistently yep. um, and that that's really the key I think because last last playoffs I know we said that the Lakers weren't a great three-point shooting team even in the playoffs last year but they did get hot in certain stretches and that's what opened up the floor a lot more uh, up to this point we haven't seen that yet but I do expect that Let's say, you know, KCP, Wes, uh, Kuz, whoever is open on the weak side and they're hitting threes, then, you know, Phoenix has to take a couple steps toward them and honor that a little bit more. And that, that'll open up space for LeBron to operate in the half court and get to the rim like he normally does. So I, I ultimately think that's what's at play here. Um, as far as, you know, this is a major red flag. Um, it's so early to say that, man. The, the Lakers are still up 2-1 in the series. Like, I, I think just because those numbers, the trend has obviously been 40-plus percent at his of his shots coming at the rim i know that's probably going to normalize at some point throughout the playoffs right. so right i i don't think you can really take that too much into account right now but i i do get the point but i at the end of the day i think it's really it's going to come down to the role players hitting shots and then opening up space for lebron to get to the rim more yeah both of you guys said it right but listen lebron james was an absolute freight train in in game three I chalked this up, like you said, to injury and the Lakers just now getting the hang of playing with this rotation, you know, consistently. I mean, how many times has this particular lineup played with each other? Five times, six times, maybe? Um, you know, I expect LeBron James to get people engaged as he turns it up in the playoffs. Uh, he's a shark uh, in the water. He's a he's a lion in a pit of vipers, man. When When cornered, he will show relentless, relentless aggression. Uh, this grown man, in his mind, he understands the gravity 
uh, being a leader who wears the purple and gold. I mean, like we've said, this is a LeBron-led team. NBA Twitter needs to get their facts straight, right? When he, when they talk about complementary pieces, he, what do you mean LeBron James doesn't have a complementary piece? I mean, AD was big. <laughs> 34 <laughs> points. Like, he was channeling some of that Mamba mentality, p- playing through injury. He was hobbling, cobbled. He scores 34 points during a night that fans are back after almost 3,000 days. I mean, 7,000 fans saw that effort. And when 20,000 fans are back in the building, guess what? (laughs) The Suns are done, right? Every team that comes into that floor is done. Yeah, man. You talked about AD, the the, the pieces, right? Schroeder had a, a, a quiet 20 20 points i feel like no no one pays attention the Suns don't pay attention to to schroeder but he's out there razzle dazzling and he's just smoking booker he's smoking booker and that that's one of the main reasons why i think that uh, that booker eventually pushed them they had some back and forth obviously some talk uh, you know they're talking crap to each other talking smack and then you know, chippy. they're chippy. Yeah, they were being chippy. They were being chippy, and 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 Schroeder was blowing by him, dude. But um, that's an aside. We're talking about LeBron here. I just I just thought like uh, I just I I just don't appreciate this sort of narrative that's being out there, uh, being put out there. There's so many things that you can pick on this that's wrong. Um, you know, the major red flag. The the they don't have a complimentary piece. Um, I, look, you, you talked about uh, LeBron James. Uh, like, dude, AD said it. He has another gear that he can go to. LeBron James, or that LeBron James told him that he has another gear that he can go to. We haven't even seen um, this other gear that. that uh, Maybe two. Maybe he has two more gears. Who knows? But... Who knows? It just reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you guys used to watch like you know Dragon Ball Z. It just reminds oh, me. Oh yeah, just absolutely. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Super Saiyan two now. Well, uh, but I'm holding back on my Super Saiyan three. I'm just gonna see what I can Le- do here Le- with Super Le- Saiyan two. Le- LeBron's at base right now, man. <laughs> the, the hair hasn't changed colors yet. That's true at man. all. Nah, nah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he, he's Ko Kenan right now. He's not. He's, he's not. K-O he's not turning Super Saiyan right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's at he's at like times five maybe. He's still got times ten plus the plus the Super Saiyan transformations. Man, I, I love this podcast. I got to talk about Dragon Ball Z, the Lakers. <laughs> Dude, I love I love Dragon Ball Z, man. <laughs> that, that's a separate podcast. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll have that one after. But yeah, man. Uh, to 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 the point about the complimentary pieces, man. This is what I've been saying. Like this is why I think NBA Twitter likes to, or not even just NBA Twitter, but the national media likes to pick on the Lakers so much, is because again the the formula is so boring and cut and dry um <laughs> it's it's really just the the constants for the lakers for for them to win and here i'll point this out again the lakers lost game one because ad had a really bad game right uh when one of your superstars for the lakers doesn't show up if that's lebron if that's ad chances are they're going to lose but yeah. generally speaking when it comes to the lakers those two are always the constants mm-hmm. if, if you've got even just one other guy that steps up um you know whether that be dennis whether that's KCP, whether that's someone off the bench, right? right. Uh, generally speaking, the Lakers will win in those situations because I think the constants for the Lakers are, again, LeBron, AD, and their defense. Yep. It, those are those are the bedrock of the team. And so 
you know, if you have those three things every single game, you're already giving yourself a chance to win. But then if you have another guy step up in game three, which Dennis Schroeder, for instance, then, then the Lakers are going to be in good shape. So, you know, take, take whatever, you know, stats you want, uh, you know, twist it in a way that makes it look bad for the Lakers. But in reality, you just have to remember that when you're watching these games, if, if you have those three things that I just laid out for you, you know, then the Lakers, I'm going to take them every game. If, if I know I'm going to get those three things every single game, I, I think the Lakers should be favored in all of those games. Absolutely. All right, man. I think that does it for today. Uh, appreciate it. Um, hey, Matthew, dude, appreciate you hopping on the show. Always, always great to have you, man. Yeah, yeah it was super fun today. Thanks for having me, guys. If, if you guys are ever going to talk about more Dragon Ball Z, please, please invite me again. All right. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> I, I love the Lakers and I can talk about them all day, but trust me, sometimes you need a break. And if it's about Dragon Ball Z or anime in general, I, I'm your guy. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. We, we got to, we got to somehow, I got to talk about Naruto now. Okay. And, and yeah, try yeah, yeah. Dude, I love Naruto, but, but somehow I got to, I got to figure out because, because my analogies are all Dragon Ball Z, all Star Wars and stuff. I got, oh, I got to figure sure. out the Naruto thing now because I oh, love Naruto. And I'm just trying to figure out who's the, who's the LeBron James in, in Naruto. But that's another topic. That's another pod that we can talk about there. Yeah, he should have included it up on this one, man. That would have been fun. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, now I'm going to come home and sit on, I'm going to sit on that one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, me too. Yeah, me too, man. All right, Matt. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, I'm going to give you this time to put a plug in where uh, our listeners can find you and, and, you know, get to know you. Yeah, yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at underscore Matthew Peralta and then on Instagram at Matthew Peralta. Also check out myself on LakersNation.com. Um, you know, feel free, hit me up. I always love talking to fans about basketball, specifically Lakers stuff. But if you guys want to talk about stuff like anime or other shows and stuff, let me know. Slide in the DMs. I'm there with you guys. All right, man. Uh, appreciate you hopping on. Um, all right. Let, let's end the pod. You guys. Uh, can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, and many other listening platforms. Uh, do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe there and give us a five-star review. We appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the doors closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.